When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. In today's episode, we're going to talk about fundamental analysis and how to understand and learn what news events matter and what news events don't matter. Now, I love the support you've been giving the show. Do me a favor, show me some support over on YouTube as well. Just youtube.com slash Akil Stokes. I've got a channel, lots of content. Hit that subscribe button and hit that bell. That way you don't miss the next upload. How long does news affect the market? Well, you can make the case news always affects the market. But my, my guess is the question was, is, is it more directed towards like, like short-term spurts? Because news technically always affects the market, right? There are you know, fundamental traders, technical traders. People make their investment decisions based on news. So like the movement we've seen in the market as of late was probably it was priced in based on the interest rate hike, which was priced in months ago. So in a sense, news from a month ago has continued the price in the market today. If you're looking for like a short term news, meaning like the craziness, the madness. And that's what that's what my guess usually is when you say that question. Um, typically, I, I give 15 minutes for the dust to settle. Typically, you'll see probably five minutes of movement, if that. And then after five minutes, the market will kind of usually return to somewhat normal behavior, five, 10 minutes. So my rule is that 15 minutes before, 15 minutes after, right, that window, after that window, you're, you're, you're pretty much done with all the sporadic stuff. Now, things you got to remember with today's news event is you know it's not just a a one it's not just like a one-time deal here so you've got the interest rate at two the statement at two you've got the press conference at 230 so that press conference can easily go on for 45 minutes to an hour so in this case of a press conference, right, and you'll see it with any type of press conference, it's not just like, okay, well, it's 2.30, 2.45, let's get back to trading. Remember, it would be 15 minutes after that press conference is done. So if that press conference goes to 3 o'clock, now it's really 3.15 until kind of the dust will settle. So you got to keep that in mind as well. But in general, news is always impacting the market because the group out there of investors or fundamental traders, just how we're making our trading decisions based off the technicals, we're looking for pin bars or this or that, they're making their decisions based off the fundamentals. So they're looking at different statements, they're looking at different releases, they're, they're making future projections, and they're just like we talked about with the Joy Global, they're trying to get in well beforehand. For instance, I received this info, uh, trade balance, uh, 12 trade balance, 1215, and we're seeing the euro weakness against other currencies. Yeah. Now, remember, there's a lot of news coming out. 
So it may not be, and, and that's the, you know, I don't, I don't know if you've seen any of the things we've done on, on fundamental analysis and, and hybrid trading, but movement doesn't always happen off the same news events. It doesn't even always happen off of noted news events. So for example, this morning there was an emergency ECB meeting, right? That's not on the list in front of you. That's why the markets are moving today. Now you had your trade balance as well that came out with a, a big number. But who's to say that trade balance is what moved the market? So I, I guess the, the, the real question I would ask you is, so what is what is the objective of this question? What, what are you trying to figure out as far as how it affects your trading? Is it when to avoid news? Is it when to trade news? Is it, and, and that, that, will, that will help me give you the answer that will be best suited towards your objective. Or is it just understanding news? By the way, this is why fundamental trading is so hard, especially in the currency market, because in the currency market, you're not just taking news into account. You have to be essentially a master of different economies, different worldwide economies, and not only be a master and pay attention to everything that's going around everywhere, but also be able to make a comparison between the two and judge, right? So it's easy in a sense like the dollar yen where it's like, okay, dollar interest rate hikes, yen, good keeping it low, right? That should be a no brainer, right? The dollar is much more bullish than the yen. But when you get currencies that are doing the same thing, when you got ECB hype, uh, hiking, when you got the dollar hiking, you got Canada hiking, now it's like, okay, well, he's, they're hiking, but they're hiking, but who's doing, who's doing that, but they're doing this, and this says that, now, now, it's a little, now it's a little tougher. That's why every trader I've spoken to says, you know, if it's hard to be a retail trader and a fundamental trader. You know, if you're going to be a fundamental trader, typically you have a team of experts that are doing the work for you. Kind of like, like professional sports and scouting, where it's like the head coach doesn't do the scouting. He's got assistant coaches that do the scouting for him, and then they give the head coaches the reports and the tendencies, right? So my assistant coaches go out there and they come back and say, okay, here's what this team likes to do on defense. And then I base my game plan around that or another scout comes. Here's, here's what the team likes to do on offense. Here's what their receivers like to do. Here's what their defense likes to do. And then I make those decisions. So fundamental trading at a, at a high level Unless you're specifically now, if you're focused on a, a single currency, that make, that's, makes it easier. But let's say you're trading a bunch of things. Basically, what I would do is I would, you know, I'd be the head trader. I'd have a meeting every Monday. Where's my Euro guy? All right. Tell me what's going on. Where's my, where's my Canadian guy? All right. Where's my, my yen gal? What's, what's going on over there? All right. And then I'll let them two battle and tell me, <laughs> tell me which one's stronger and weaker. So... Dwayne says, my question was about understanding news. I'm a technical trader. I just want to compare notes. Um, it's like monitoring technical analysis while observing news. Okay, so here's what you want to do. And I, there's a, there should be a podcast on this as well. Here's what you want to do if you want to learn more about news. One, read. Read articles. Find out what stuff is. Find out what it's related to. Find out if or how it matters. So if you're looking at something like trade balance, right? Read up on trade balance, read what trade balance means in the bigger picture, right? Because the bigger picture, everything, everything falls under the umbrella of what? Who, who remembers? This is the, the, the 
king jellyfish. What, what is the king jellyfish of fundamental analysis? Who can tell me? What makes everything go? What is the biggest fish out there? Anyone? Rates. Interest rates. Interest rates is the king, king jellyfish. Right? This is what matters the most. So everything underneath it, the question is, how do these things affect interest rates? Does that make sense? And then the things underneath that, these are how do these things affect the things that affect interest rates? And then, you know, so forth and so on is as detailed as you want to be. So it's kind of like, again, a trickle, a trickle down effect where it's like, okay, well, this thing may not seem important right now, but this news has an effect on this news, which this news has an effect on this news, which ultimately has an effect on interest rates, right? So we want to we want to read up on stuff and, and you, you can talk to I mean, Anthony Chung. Um, we're on the same page with this as well, where, you know, and this is not the type of stuff you read up in school. This is stuff you just you have to pay real time attention to. So you read up on different stuff, what it is, what effect it has. And the even harder part is this, right? Different. The market cares about different things at different times. So the market may care like right now, anything related to inflation is is the hot topic issue, right? Because that's the big thing. Inflation, inflation, inflation. Years ago, right? There was a time where the market cared about jobs, 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 jobs. So stuff like average hourly earnings had like a massive effect on the market. Now no one cares about that type of stuff, right? So you also have to pay attention to what the market cares about. And what you can do is you can do a daily review, right? When you when you see, because you, know you know what news events are coming out. I think I deleted my Forex factory, but you know what news events are coming out. You know what time they're coming out. So you look at them, you go to the market during that time, you see if there were any effect on the market, and you'll you'll understand, you also look at the number as well, but you'll understand if the market cares or doesn't care about it. Because guess what? If you're looking at your 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 calendar around the time of trade balance, 5 a.m. my time. So what, 10 a.m. your time, and or whatever time it is your time. If you're looking at this and you get this this outstanding bad number, right? We talk about biggest moves come from um, deviation from the expectation. You got this big, nasty, big, nasty, disgusting number, right? Overshot expectations in a negative way. And nothing moved in the market. Does the market care or not care? This is where we have to use common sense as well. Does the market care or not care? You got a big, nasty number, comes out. Everyone's ducking for cover and the markets don't move at all. What would you guys say? Does the market care about that number or that that that, uh, that news event? Or does it not care? It's the easy answer, guys. Come on. It doesn't care. Yeah. If it doesn't move, it doesn't care. If the market cared, it would move. Right? So you write that down. You could literally write down market does not market did not care. <laughs> you know, dear diary, June 15th, market did not care about trade balance. And then you do the same thing. Okay, well, we, we did that. We Retail sales, it cared. Or this, it cared. This, it cared. So then you start filtering out. You start filtering out what the market cares about and what the market doesn't care about. Right? And again, this, this will change over time. But it usually goes in cycles. You'll usually see like two-year periods of whatever like that. 
And then for the stuff that market cares about, where it's like, okay, retail sales, okay, 830 retail sales came out. And the market, or let's let's do last Friday, CPI came out last Friday. And man, we saw a big movement in the market. All right. Well, obviously, dear diary, June was it 13th? CPI came out, markets went bananas. So now you know that, okay, the market does care about this. Well, now the question is, well, why does the market care about this, right? Again, we're, we're someone that's brand new to fundamental analysis. All these economic terms are weird. We don't know what CPI and PPI and all this stuff is, right? Well, why does the market care about it, right? Well, then you run a, run a nice little Google search. You can, again, you can read articles. Though a lot of articles will tell you also, like, hey, CPI, the leading indicator of this had this effect, and blah blah blah. But also do a quick Google search or YouTube search, right? I, I, we had a meeting the other day, and, and and we were talking about education and whatnot. And uh, you know, Darren mentioned he's like, look, man, he said we're we're so spoiled in this time and day because I can become an expert at anything basically in about two hours on YouTube, and it's so true. You spend about two hours on YouTube, like in a real deep dive, don't get distracted by like cat videos or old people falling and you'll know everything. So, and I, and I personally, I like to read, but I personally like the little, you know, little graphic things where they explain where stuff with like little comic book stuff. I, you know, I've got a thing for that, but yeah. So now, so now you, you go on the internet, Dwayne, and you Google search CPI. What does it mean? And then you'll get the whole story. This is what CPI is. This is what it has to do with inflation. Well, you know that inflation is the key thing with interest rates. So now you're putting that umbrella weed, that jellyfish we drew earlier. Now you're putting together the links. So now you're seeing, okay, well, we know interest rates is the big dog. We know everyone cares about inflation. That's the hot topic issue. We know that CPI has this effect on it. Now you know what to pay attention to, or maybe you see something else. Is there something else that affects C what affects CPI? And now you're putting the kind of the dominoes together where you're you're finding that first little domino that affects the rest of the dominoes. And those are the ones that's going to give you the details. So that's how you go about learning fundamental analysis, in my opinion. And it, it takes time. Right. It is a it is a slow, a very slow, long process. And it's frustrating when things change because all, all of a sudden you're you're bracing for news and nothing happens. You're like, oh, I guess the market doesn't care anymore. But that's how you go. That's how you go about learning it. It really is just paying attention and reading slash research. And if you make a habit of, of you know, you could do. I didn't, I didn't read it all this morning. But usually, like I go to investing.com. And usually, they have an article that says like, um, like what the market is looking for today. I don't know if it if it has one of those today. Um, I usually check earlier in the day, but usually it has like what top three things to pay attention to. And if there's like a, if there's like a, um, a big news coming out, let's see if there's anything today. Fed hype, blah, 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 blah. What's moving the market? So maybe you go on something like that, but what's moving the market, Fed rate hike, ECB emergency meeting, and you kind of read up on the stuff. It says, okay, um, the Federal Reserve is expected to raise the target range for the Fed fund by 75 basis points, blah, 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 blah. Investors have rapidly repriced their expectations in the wake of Friday's inflation report. Okay, boom, right there. Friday's inflation report. What was that? In which the consumer price index, oh, that's the CPI. Okay, uh, now uh, that's the link. That's the link, Right. So you, you just you read stuff like that and, and you'll be able to put together the clues. And it's not that hard, guys. Right. If I can do it. Right. Me, not too smart. Right? If, I, if I can do it, anyone can do it. 
if I can do it, anyone can do it. But even even fundamental experts like Anthony Chung, right? He's got a good he's got a good thing you can watch as well. Matter of fact, go to Amplify Trading. They have a, a weekly um I think it's weekly, it used to be daily, um, but now it's kind of got it's, they kind of go back and forth. They have a weekly thing where I think it's called What's Moving the Markets. Let me see if I can find it for you. But that's another thing. Watch that. Watch that in the beginning of the week, and it'll put it'll put this thing on your radar. Um, yeah, right here you can see it. Amplify me, and there's usually a weekly. What happened to oil? Nope, that's the latest videos. Yeah, this week in the markets, they give you a nice breakdown of of what to expect, and you kind of know what to pay attention to. So. Yeah, that, that's how you can go about understanding fundamentals a little bit better. Now, the decision you have to make is, are you going to try and be a fundamental trader? Are you going to act on this knowledge? Are you going to just act on it by actively trying to trade? Are you going to act on it by knowing when to avoid? Are you going to act on it by using it to supplement for like home run trades? Right now, that's the next question. And there's no wrong or right answer for that. It depends. It all depends. Right. There's nothing wrong with getting really good at fundamental analysis. Again, at the end of the day, right, fundamental technical, all that matters is you know what trumps the other. So, you know, we talk about my home run trades a lot, right? My home run trades are based off technical setups, but they're technical setups that fall in line with my fundamental expectation. So if you have a fundamental expectation and you get good at it and you have a technical setup that is in the same direction as that fundamental expectation, you have an opportunity where you can shoot for the moon because the stars are aligning. And there's nothing wrong with that. Hope you enjoyed the show. Hope you learned something that could be beneficial to your trading. You don't need to use it, but you can for either trading purposes or if you just want to be more balanced on the financial markets in general. Anyway, speaking of learning, make sure you check out our website, www.tier1trading.com. Lots of educational content over there for you. Again, that's www.tier1trading.com.